0: It's Monday.
1: It's March 1st.
0: And the word of the day is kuchi sabishi, which is a Japanese word that means when you're not hungry but you eat because your mouth is lonely. I love this. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. Mm. Kuchisubishi doesn't even make any sense. The food was lonely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Heath. I'm a mango nectar matchmaker, everybody. A matchmaker. (laughs) All right, well, based on my experience with Japanese food, I can see why they needed the ulterior motive. But I'm no illusions. (laughs) I'm Eli Bosnick.
0: I'm Heath Henright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. Oh,
1: this
2: week's episode, this year's CPAC machine is anything but a snore. Biden makes it more than
1: 30 days without bombing brown people to death.
0: And Ted Cruz lives out the tragic farce of a five-year-old getting caught in a lie at age 50.
2: (laughs) But first, the rest of the intro music.
0: Joining me for headlines tonight are my fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. So, gentlemen, lots of people are having trouble with
1: relationships these days. How's love in the time of corona going? Any advice for people? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the key is to move a third person into your home that both of you like less than each other, right? A common <laughs> enemy does wonders for a relationship. <laughs>
2: Good play. Look, people, if your relationship can't make it during a worldwide pandemic, while normal courtship is impossible, all while under the crushing pressure of half a million dead, then you ain't gonna
1: make it, sister. Pandemics are relationship 101. <laughs> <laughs> In our lead story tonight, CPAC is a delightful little carnival of horrors that are simultaneously (laughs) too funny to be terrifying and too terrifying to be funny, which puts them firmly in our wheelhouse.
0: That's our thing. Yeah. Yep.
1: And I started, by the way, writing this goddamn headline on Thursday because I already had so much material by then. Uh, But every day I've had to go back and add more shit to it <laughs> and there's a whole day
2: before you hear this podcast so no we will not be including the part of trump's speech where he executed that llama dressed as nancy pelosi with a rocket launcher we didn't get to it
0: okay if he hurts himself with that rocket launcher i will absolutely start i'll start a whole new podcast about right? it that's yeah.
1: happening <laughs> so, this is an okay, emergency record guys
0: just checking it will be an emergency record every day forever oh. but i'm checking and so far he hasn't oh okay so Good. okay
1: We're safe for tomorrow, hopefully. Is it him dressed like Nancy Pelosi? Is it the llama? You know what? I I like it better when it's my imagination. So, all right, let's start with CPAC itself. Uh, The Conservative Political Action Conference is an annual convention and occasional super spreader event attended by the very worst in right-wing politics. This year's speakers include Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Jim Jordan, Mike Pompeo, Scott Walker, Charlie Kirk... Every real person that this show has a dedicated impression for and <laughs> big Hitler fan Madison Cawthorn. Also, also the founder of an organization called Black Guns Matter, which sounds lovely. Um, <laughs> but judging by everything I saw everywhere this weekend, the real star of the show was the literal goddamn golden statue of Trump. <laughs> That Moses is apparently supposed to grind up and force feed to everybody on the last day of the conference. Okay, I love the Christians that are mad about this. Like right, yeah. Uh, look, if you
2: fellas want to get together with a series of ever more open white supremacists and cough in each other's open mouths, that's one thing. But a yellow statue? <laughs> Too far, <laughs> my friends. Too far. <laughs>
0: I'm honestly surprised we didn't get to see Gina Carano giving a keynote from a literal crucifix. Like That was not out of the question. This is what it's like to be conservative in Hollywood. It's just like this. They literally
1: yeah. just didn't think of that. Yeah. Now, as interesting as who is attending is who isn't, right? And that would be any of the nine remaining sane Republicans. Uh, Mike Pence reportedly turned down an invitation to speak as soon as he found out that Trump was going to be the keynote. Apparently, he's still pissy about the whole tried to have him murdered by a mob thing.
0: <laughs> okay, I just want to pause here for a second so we can all absorb the fact that Mike Pence is one of the sane ones in yep. this. Yeah, too
1: sane. I, uh, the, too sane. The, like the window, the side of the Overton window he's on now it's is the sane side. It turned into the... Ah, So, also absent, by the way, are literally any expert on any policy whatsoever. Um, Also, any panel on policy or talks about policy. There's literally nothing on the schedule that directly relates to any conservative policies. Instead, this year's conference is all but entirely dedicated to Trump's fictional election narrative, QAnon bullshit, and the Republican persecution fetish. Hell, the theme of the conference is cancel culture, despite the fact (laughs) that, you know... They're a fucking conference!
2: (laughs) And, and, they had to cancel a speaker for hating Jews too openly. This is the best. They had to announce on Twitter that Jay Farrow, or whatever the fuck his name is, had been canceled from their event, which is subtitled America (laughs) Uncancelled."
0: All right, guys, the the Uncancelled thing makes us look dumb now. Okay, what about CPAC 2021? Platforming, deplatforming, deplatforming, <laughs> <laughs> and, and learn to hate Jewish people with more subtlety, right. like you know Madison Cawthorn, who proudly visited Hitler's vacation home. The conference to- <laughs> is, is that good? Yeah, right. Is that too wordy? Yeah, well, I feel like no, it's long. I like long, it. I like it. Let's well, to explain Put it, it on a, a fucking
1: button. stage or something. Oh. <laughs> of course. As batshit crazy as the speaker list is on average, there is one name that rises above the rest, unless you count Trump, and that would be Harioke J. Aiba, who (laughs) got off the news listers might know as a prominent member of the Happy Science cult. Or as they call themselves, the Happy Science Totally Not a Fucking Cult. Their leader, Ryoho Akawa, is either the reincarnated prince of Venus and creator of all life on Earth or a fucking liar. Uh, When Happy Science Cult is not selling spiritual vaccines to cure COVID for $400 a pop or selling Ryoho lecture DVDs that they say boost one's coronavirus immunity when you watch them, the group likes to spread conspiracies that China is like perpetually minutes away from nuking Japan and that Korean people cannot be trusted. Naturally, his combination of xenophobia and nationalism made him perfect for CPAC. I hate how much I know about happy science cult beliefs. Right? It's it's like
2: being the world's most ardent Star Wars fan, but in a universe where no one else
1: has seen Star Wars. <laughs> and it's evil. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like starting a podcast
0: called God-awful yeah, movies oh, in God, this universe. Yeah,
1: right? Of course, Aiba is more than a central figure in a cult led by a man who claims to be able to channel both the Aztec god Quetzalcoatl and Best Actress winner Natalie Portman. He's also (laughs) one of the founders of CPAC Japan and the chairman of the Japanese Conservative Union, a political organization created to fool stupid American conservatives into promoting and legitimizing a cult that denies the rape of Nanking ever happened and lobbies for a preventative nuclear strike against China. Also,
0: if you can channel... Caitlin Coadle and Natalie Portman, you need to make
1: better fucking movies. Right. I've seen them. What's happening <laughs> Man, there? brother, damn. At least bring her in for a monologue or something. Yeah. So yet another insane dangerous demonstrably untrue fringe idea that Republicans have shown that they are not above legitimizing if there's any benefit to them whatsoever. So I guess we can add them to the list with QAnon, the Proud Boys, the fucking KKK, the Epic Times, the Tea Party, InfoWars, trickle-down economics and Christianity. <laughs>
2: And their stage was shaped like a Nazi rune. Yes, and the, the governor right. of South Dakota said Fauci is wrong a lot and they had yep. to kick out
1: multiple people for refusing to wear I'm sorry, there's too much. There's <laughs> so too much. But the captory writing. And speaking Donald Trump was there. <laughs> yeah, well. And speaking of the people who you really don't want knowing any of your personal information, it's time for a quick word from our first sponsor this week, IP Vanish.
2: How to distract a 10-year-old during Mario Kart so you don't lose so bad? Okay, really?
0: Just, please stop, stop.
2: Hey guys, what, what what's all this yelling?
0: Eli's printing out my search history and he's reading it out loud. Listen
2: to this. Is it the law that the restaurant has to give you as much
1: bread as you want? Is it? Is that the law?
0: No, it's actually not.
1: Well, well Heath, if you want to keep your internet secure and private, why not use IP Vanish? What's IP Vanish? Seriously? No, you Googled it right after you Googled
2: blanket you can pee in
1: i i was doing a thing it's it's not important what it's like can we just can we just yeah, move no, on with the got, ad please i've got copy and everything ip vanish is a virtual privacy network a vpn for short a vpn is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet you can use a vpn on your computers tablets phones even things like your fire stick when you're streaming media when you use a vpn all your data is encrypted what you're reading what you're searching what you're watching whatever it is you're doing Really great insults for a ten year old I do
0: not want to talk about it, okay? We're not talking about it, so Noah, that sounds great what you said, but it's probably super expensive, and I'm not exactly flush right now It's true. he Googled how to sell bodily
1: fluids from home a it's, bunch. we're not'
0: we're not well bunnies. IP
1: vanish is just three dollars and forty nine cents a month for just three forty nine a month or twenty seven ninety nine a year you can help protect your online privacy and security. Wow, that is a good deal. It sure is. So go to IPVanish.com slash Skeptocrat. Claim your 65% savings. They have plans starting at just 349 a month or twenty seven ninety nine a year. This is the time to sign up. With our discount and their current promotion, you can get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. IPVanish is the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot with more than 6,000 reviews. Show those guys some love. Remember, it's IPVanish.com slash Skeptocrat to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. Sounds good, Noah. Thanks. Ten-year-old physical weaknesses. Heath, what happened? I I don't want to talk about it!
2: And we're back. Next up in headlines, in Fight for 15 News. According to my Facebook feed, a reliable and great way to get political information, Joe Biden has given up on the fight for a $15 minimum wage for no reason at all. He totally could have raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour because he's the president and he's allowed to do that using one weird trick. But he didn't because he hates poor people. Damn And now that he tricked all the real liberals into voting for him, he's going to show that he's exactly the same as Donald Trump. And he and capitalism are the reason you got fired from yogurt mania, not because you took a three hour (laughs) lunch break on your first day. (laughs)
0: Okay, I'd love to correct some of that, but. I once got accused of bigotry because I didn't write in the Lorax for the general election. (laughs) Sounds like you got all that from the person who yelled at me, so I'm just going to let it go.
1: All my political conversations last week, Joe Biden is a rancid pretzel. Nope, nope, he's a person. Here's proof. So I'm never allowed to criticize (laughs) Joe Biden? Okay, yes, you are. Just do it correctly.
0: This particular moment about this particular attempt at the minimum wage isn't it? This isn't the moment. Bernie Sanders could be president right now, which I would love, by the way. But President Bernie wouldn't be able to magically change the composition of the Senate either. Yes, he would,
2: because he's not a pretzel. That's what you don't see. <laughs> What was the one simple trick? (laughs) But in all seriousness, a a lot of people are confused as to why the fight for $15 an hour got dropped from the upcoming COVID relief bill. And there is a ton of misinformation being spread about this, especially on the left. So let me lay it out for you.
1: You're being used as tools by unscrupulous people on the right who are counting on you to have more outrage than knowledge and knows that most people won't (laughs) check beyond the meme if the information fits their preconceived political bias. Oh, I'm sorry, you you meant what was going... You were going to lay out the minimum wage thing. Okay, my bad. Well, <laughs> right. now we've done both. It's good. Okay. So, as many of you know, the reason this
2: bill thing passed in the first place is because of one weird trick in the Senate called budget reconciliation, which is great. And weird loopholes in Senate procedure are awesome. I love them. Unfortunately... There are a bunch of loopholes in Senate procedure, and <laughs> one of those fucking stupid loopholes is Elizabeth McDonough, the Senate parliamentarian, and she, her, she's the reason a $15 minimum wage will ultimately be cut from the bill, because loopholes in Senate procedure are terrible, and I hate them. I always have. It's-
0: I mean, she just knows the rule. I hate The them. rule yes, is right, the reason. Right.
2: Again, I-, I don't like it, but... She didn't create the rules. She just knows it. And that's her job. Listen further. So yeah, McDonough is the appointed nonpartisan, read Republican, arbiter of the chamber's procedural actions. And ostensibly, her job is to keep people from abusing Senate rules. And if you're wondering what the fuck she was doing during the Trump administration, see the beginning of this sentence where I reminded you that she's a nonpartisan, and that means Republican. Republican.
0: She's a Republican. She was appointed by Democrat Harry Reid when he he was the Senate majority leader in 2012. Now, again, I don't like that we're getting blocked. I hate that. But let's just say true things while we complain.
2: (laughs) No. Also, Harry (laughs) Reid was never the president. Stupid Everyone's going to see through that. Now, many of you will have seen on Facebook that Joe Biden should keep the $15 minimum wage in the bill when it gets to the Senate anyways, because then the Senate... We'll have to say no. Something, something, good thing. But as our very own Andrew Torres pointed out, ironically, on Facebook, quote, If Biden just pushed forward and passed the bill anyway, it would be trivially easy for any Republican to get the entire piece of legislation enjoined from going into effect literally the day it passes. Why? Because there's already a determination that the bill was ultra-virus, end quote. And if you, like me, have no idea what the fuck any of that just means, you should not assume your memes page is right and that the Harvard lawyer is
1: wrong. I can't believe I have to say <laughs> this, but apparently I do. So Bigot. You're well, a bigot so, yeah. is what you just did. Well, okay, but here's the fucked up thing, right? If if they actually did that, right, and then the entire relief bill fell apart, which it would, you know, it, it would not hold up, all those same people would then say that they did this on purpose because they never really wanted to raise the minimum wage or pass the relief
2: bill. Right. Right. But there is actually good news here. There is a silver lining to this. The $15 minimum wage was actually a huge holdup for this bill passing in the Senate. Both Kristen, wouldn't it be great if I get hit by a truck cinema and Joe, okay. technically not the worst thing to come out of West Virginia mansion, expressed that they would be hesitant to support the bill with that in there. And they're both unwilling to blow up the filibuster.
0: Okay. I just want to add that her name's also Kirsten, which makes everything you just said oh, a little so bit worse. worse. Yep.
2: so much worse. So much worse i'm not saying that they won't both come up with excuses to sabotage the bill even further now i'm saying that of all the people and systems we can blame for this joe biden is actually not one of them right
0: yeah sadly kamala harris isn't one of them either she could technically overrule mcdonough but that would be up for appeal at that point and again mansion and cinema would fuck up the plan plus the, the thing andrew said about the ultra virus pandemic and <laughs> we, we can't even root for mansion and cinema to die in office until we get
1: democrat governors in west virginia and arizona they ruin everything <laughs> well, i hate your mansion and, and look i get it people are exhausted after the last four years a lot of people are saying like when the hell do i just get to sit back and relax and have all the shit i'm fighting for but the answer to that is never Right. That's politics. No. Never. And that will always be the answer. The two political modes are still fighting and gave up. There is no victory condition.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And and I'll remind you, Joe Biden has been president
2: for a month. If he gives up on $15 minimum wage after this fails, then I will join you in happily booing Joe Biden. Sure. Absolutely. Boo Joe Biden, boo. But what Republicans want more than anything, and Noah just put it way better than I did, more even than the death of poor people in Texas, is for you (laughs) to fall for this shitty meme explanation, get discouraged, and let them take back the Senate in two years and the presidency in four. So whenever this shit happens, I'm asking you, nay, I'm begging you, podcast listener, let it motivate you to actively support candidates you care about, to become more politically involved, not less, and to primary the fuck out of joe mansion please please well yeah i mean
0: he's horrible I'd, I'd love to see him get primaried by somebody who could win but he might be the least republican thing we'll ever get yeah. from a statewide vote yeah. in west virginia i mean maybe in 2024 when he's up again it looks better in west virginia but we need enough other seats in the senate to make him not matter i think that's what yeah. we need also bernie is working on a new plan with big tax penalties for corporations that don't pay at least 15 an hour so he's, he's Bell checking it up. Maybe there's hope. I love <laughs> Bernie Sanders so much.
2: <laughs> and speaking of ways to cheat death, let's toss things over to our next sponsor this week Policy Genius. It's not coming off. Okay, okay.
0: New rule. You have to wash your hands before you touch stuff if you're going to make mango nectar jelly in the house. Okay,
2: but sometimes I'm hit with the creative spirit. Hey, guys. What you
0: doing? a rule.
1: What is with those outfits? Oh, uh, spring cleaning. Guys, spring doesn't start until, like, late March.
0: Yeah, we're getting an early jump on it. It's just so much of the house is sticky because we're not following the rule i just Mm -hmm. made
1: well look guys if you're looking to get the house in order why not get a head start by revisiting your home and auto insurance with policy genius they've saved re-shoppers up to a thousand and fifty five dollars per year on home and auto coverage a thousand fifty five dollars that's a lot of scratch so how do we do this
0: policy genius thing you speak of
1: it's easy First, head to PolicyGenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then PolicyGenius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers, from Progressive to Allstate, to find your lowest quotes. The PolicyGenius team will look at all the ways to maximize your savings, including bundling your home and auto policies. If PolicyGenius finds a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. Ooh, that does sound easy. It is. So while you're gearing up for spring cleaning, don't forget to dust off your home and auto insurance policies with Policy Genius. Reshop your rates and you can save up to a thousand and fifty five dollars. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right.
0: All right, Noah. We are in.
1: Okay. Also, you guys know that you don't have to dress like French maids when you clean, right? I mean we don't have to.
0: Nobody thought we had to. Okay. And we're back next up in headlines in American werewolf in Paris, Texas
2: news. (laughs) Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Just
0: going to start with that. And and we all knew that. But you don't usually get to watch someone piece of shitting himself all over the (laughs) national news for an entire week. That's fair. Uh, We got Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about it. The basic story, in case anyone missed it, is that Theodore Rafael Cruz, one of two senators from Texas, decided to leave the state during a giant winter storm and catastrophic power outage and fly to a Club Med in Cancun. And then he got caught, and then he lied about it, and then he blamed his 10 and 12-year-old daughters, and then he got caught in the lie about that. And then he tried to apologize which might have been the biggest failure of yeah. that entire string of failures yeah. I just mentioned.
2: Still, it is nice to know that the only person who hates Ted Cruz's supporters more than I do is Ted Cruz. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. It's also nice to know that the only person who hates Ted Cruz more than I do is the person his wife invites on vacation. With them. <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Ted Cruz got caught when a photo surfaced of him at the airport getting on a commercial flight to Cancun and He's like every stand-up comedy bit about horrible airport stuff somehow turned into a person altogether. Plus Nazi. That's not usually part of the (laughs) stand-up bits. Plus Nazi. He's got a giant carry-on, apparently made by U-Haul, that he owns. Because of fucking course he does. And you know he spent 20 minutes trying to smash that giant object into the overhead that so very clearly isn't big enough as a giant line of people piled up behind him. And... Even just from this still photo in the airport, you can tell he's doing that thing at the gate where he's like slightly shuffling his feet, slowly angling himself yes. a little closer to the yes. front of that unofficial line, and definitely before his own got called. He's supposed to be sitting down still. Of course. I didn't think there was room for me to hate him more than I did, but he pulled it off. <laughs> Every, all this airports, right. I hate him so well, fucking much.
1: And, and he's already a screaming infant on top of that, so there's that too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You
2: know, he takes his shoes and socks off on the plane, sits in the aisle, even though he didn't buy that seat. You got to make him move back to his, jumps up as soon as the plane lands, yep. stands there in the aisle, blocking everybody while he gets his bag down, puts his headphones on. <laughs> the worst. Dude, is that
0: egg salad? You have an egg salad sandwich and you're standing in the aisle? God damn it. Why is
2: it in your shoe? Socks too? Fuck
0: you. Tikka masala? So, <laughs> within 12 hours of that photo getting circulated, Cruz put out a statement. He started by blaming his two girls, his children, explaining how they asked him for a trip to Cancun, and he was, of course, powerless to avoid abandoning his job during a crisis when they <laughs> asked him for that. From there, he claimed that he was just dropping them off and coming back. What the he was fuck would that mean? Dropping them off. In Mexico. Uh By flying there. By flying there. Just for the record. His wife was on the trip. She's (laughs) an adult. She's a grown up person. Who also was on that trip. So he was dropping off. His wife. And two kids. In Cancun. And flying right back.
2: For which he needed about. Fifty cubic feet of luggage in a right, U-Haul, yes. and all of this is based on the even more ridiculous line that three, let alone
1: one person on the planet, wants to be around Ted Cruz. Right. Like, can... <laughs> well, and also, didn't somebody else get a photo of our Cruz on the standby list in a flight from Cancun yep. back to Texas? The next yes. Like, <laughs> yes, Come they on, did, dude. Yep,
0: that's Rafael Cruz, as in Ted Rafael Cruz. Absolutely. So, Cruz got back to doing his fucking job eventually. And finally took a shot at apologizing. But he's a horrible fucking person. So contrite is not a thing he can be. He admitted that, quote, in hindsight, I wouldn't have done it. And I mean, yeah, because hindsight shows you getting caught in a lot. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> but he couldn't just say, I'm sorry. As soon as he finished admitting the strategy blunder in hindsight... He started shaking and then finally blurted out uncontrollably, people were mean to me on the internet also. They should apologize too. They apo- they they were mean.
2: <laughs> I like how he tried to hold up his daughters like people were being mean to them, which by the way, nobody was. I you, mean, you, I will, <laughs> I will be, I well, will be. You know, <laughs> fuck your daughters, Ted. They should <laughs> the Slenderman girls and the fact that they don't <laughs> makes them assholes.
1: But nobody did it before me. I'm the pioneer, <laughs> Raphael. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it would be horrible, but you have to admit, it would be pretty funny if immigration lost his kids on their way back into the U.S. and Ted Cruz never got to see it again. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, pretty that, that's funny. pretty funny, Sorry. Ted. Sorry. It's not funny. To... You, you you, supported just... it, though. That's no. what makes it so ironic. Uh,
0: there's, there's humor there. You have
1: to Ted. Come on, Ted, Come on, the Ted. Last Cruz. You had to expect that, right?
0: <laughs> and just a little extra context about Ted Cruz and Texas conservatives being horrible. First of all, The reason Texas had so much trouble with the electrical system is because the libertarian idiots who ran Texas back in the day decided to avoid federal regulations about stuff like, you know, safety and avoiding blackouts. And they put the state on its very own independent power grid. And the libertarian idiots who run Texas now, like Ted Cruz, for example, never thought to change that. So 90% of the state's power comes from ERCOT which stands for the Electric Reliability Council Uh of Texas. And when that turned out to be unreliable, despite the amazing title, there was no backup plan from the rest of the national grid. Side note, there's a whole industry of Wall Street energy traders who focus almost entirely on ERCOT, because of how fucking stupid their system is, (laughs) which causes dramatic spikes in the price of power and room for big profit. I met some of these people, and they suck.
2: Weird. To be fair, pro tip, never name your company something that could turn out to be ironic.
1: Rookie mistake,
2: my (laughs) friends. Rookie (laughs) mistake.
1: Also, by the way, it's worth noting that this is, that lack of regulations and shit is also why Texas leads the country in giant, unexpected fireballs. True. (laughs) They do. They have
0: nearly infinitely more of those than any. Yep, yeah. else yeah and speaking of conservative idiots from texas governor greg abbott, greg abbott yeah that's what i was guessing the elect yeah greg <laughs> abbott yeah he tried to blame the electricity problem on wind and solar power <laughs> he literally tried to blame the green new deal I- in the future i guess for their current problems and just to be clear Solar and wind power account for less than 10% of total power supply in the state of Texas. And speaking of conservative idiots from Texas, Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure we circle back to that and also mention that Ted Cruz tried to roast California on Twitter last year during the wildfires, saying the state is quote, unable to perform even the basic functions of civilization, like
2: having reliable electricity. Hmm. Yeah, Greg Abbott's the political equivalent of lighting the room you're in on fire and then being like, fireman did this, fire yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Cruz also tried to roast Austin Mayor Steve Adler last year for leaving the city of Austin during a crisis and literally flying to a vacation spot in Mexico. <laughs> Cruz made fun of him for that. Wow. And one other thing I forgot to mention Ted Cruz got a mullet by accident. Yeah, he did. He
1: did. did.
0: So So happy about this. And it's all thanks to a beautifully spiteful barber. Cruz (laughs) clearly walked into a barbershop and asked for, you know, something dignified. And the guy made him look like an eight-year-old Nazi from 1990. So great. Just Mwah. And, and trust me, I can tell you from very personal experience in a class full of eight-year-old Nazis from 1990, that is accurate. <laughs> All he needs is three horizontal lines shaved over each ear, oh, and he's yeah. the coolest kid at Evans Park <laughs> Elementary School in 1990.
1: Hell yeah. And in Why So Syria News... The U.S. military carried out attacks on two facilities in eastern Syria on Thursday, killing one and wounding at least four other people, according to an anonymous uh, Iraqi militia official cited by Al Jazeera, uh, or killing 17 people, according to a medical source at a hospital in the area, or killing at least 22 fighters, according to the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, or killing one and wounding several others, according to the bombed guys. So... I, no idea what the death toll is at this point, uh, though all the reports I found do seem to agree that all the casualties were militants fighting for one of two Iranian-backed militant groups. Uh, a crossing point used by militants to bring weapons from Syria to Iraq was also destroyed, but it's a fucking desert, right? Like, I mean, it's just, I feel like you just crossed some unbombed spot nearby now. Is it? I don't see how that <laughs> part helps, but they did it. Yeah. I mean, if anything, the crater
2: is going to make it easier to find that landmark. Yeah, right. I mean, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah big exactly. Hole. Okay,
0: if we get foiled by a double bluff when they just take the same path again. Like, I'd have to give him something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's, so we'll, just that's so we'll
1: just put down boards. Just um, put down boards. So yeah, so the strike comes in response to a recent attack against U.S.-backed forces in Iraq. Uh, on February 15th, 14 rockets were fired into the Arab International Airport, most of which hit a U.S.-led coalition base. Uh, two people were killed, another 13 were injured. Uh, the Pentagon released a statement in the wake of the retaliatory strike, emphasizing that the move was intended as a proportional response with the goal to, quote, de-escalate the overall situation in both Syria and and iraq and quote interesting yeah because like nothing de-escalates the situation quite like seven 500 pound joint direct attack munition guided <laughs> bombs that'll do i usually do
2: ah uh, yes the eli bosnick prank war school of peacekeeping works like a charm <laughs> <laughs> works like a charm yeah so about that anna told me
0: you're working on something that kind of looks like an ied to her mm-hmm. and it just says heath elbow touching game on the side of it do we need to go over the bylaws <laughs> again? Because but I'm pretty sure in the bylaws, you're not allowed to do stuff that like that. It will touch if your
1: elbow. Do That's that, the rule. that doesn't okay, count. Okay,
2: right.
0: It does not
1: count. Now, this has led a lot of people on the left who are fed up with the perpetual wars in the Middle East to lament that the new boss is starting to look a lot like the old boss. And while I empathize with their frustration, no, the fuck he isn't. Okay, let's be clear there. Even Al Jazeera's Baghdad reporter emphasized the clear difference of the deliberative process Biden went through in collaboration and after consultation with our coalition partners, including the Iraqi government and the kind of seat of the pants bullshit that Trump did.
2: That's right, everyone. I also wasn't listening. Noah supports the bombing of Syria. That's what I heard, too.
1: <laughs> well, because I hate brown people Syria. so much. Well, look, I, I know this is going to make two stories this week where the overriding message turns out to be calm the fuck down on your Biden hate, which will inevitably lead to charges that we would object to any criticism of Biden, even though we're limiting our objections thus far to demonstrably wrong criticisms only. OK, I- 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 and I'm not saying you can't criticize this move. But but let's not act like Biden started a war or escalated a conflict. He inherited a war that had active duty U.S. personnel in the middle of it. OK, but as long as we're on the subject of
0: criticizing Joe Biden, that's fine. Old. I'm, I'm going to start doing that a bunch if we don't see big steps in the next couple of years to get rid of Trump's tax cuts. I would like it, you know, kind of soon, actually, and also big steps to go beyond that. I'll be watching very closely to see if Biden gets behind the stuff that Bernie Sanders is going to be pushing for. But... I will not be getting my talking points about that from the Young Turks and Choppa fucking Trap House. Right. I'll be getting them from Bernie Sanders. Thank you.
1: Yeah, right. So, 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 you like, look, yes, we can criticize the scale and type of retaliation here, but if what you're asking the man to do is fight a war where we don't shoot back, like, you, you need to at least own up to that fact that that's what you're asking for. And, and if yeah. you want to criticize him for not acting fast enough to end the war, that's fine, too. But criticizing this bombing is not the same thing. And please, for the love of twenty twenty-four, hold off sharing those right-wing talking points until you have the whole story. Even when those talking points match up with your preconceived notions, hell, maybe even especially when they match up with your preconceived notions. Okay, favor, yeah, that's a good policy. Over to me, please.
2: No, I'm so sorry. I missed that. I was retweeting a Russian account, but it's really <laughs> funny because Biden, he's he's like the pawn. Has guys like best I could do is bomb Syria, which is pretty. And in baby jail news. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Joe Biden, I've got something to criticize him about. Now, granted, the people who want to hear this turned the podcast off after I mentioned the yogurt mania incident. But this story is <laughs> going to be longer than a meme, anyways, and actually involves some subtlety. So it doesn't really matter. I don't know who I'm doing this for, but here's the long and short of it Joe Biden's got a solution to the thousands of migrant children crossing the border alone. It's
1: baby jail. Aww.
0: Okay.
2: Well, I heard Ted
0: Cruz's house might be available for a little bit (laughs) down in Texas, right?
1: Somebody needs to feed that dog, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, before I get into what this is, I need to explain what it's not. Because again, Facebook wrongs at such a spectacular level. I have to include a prologue to Baby Jail is Bad. (laughs) So here's what it's not. It's not a continuation of the Trump administration child separation policy, which took children who arrived with their families away from their parents, right? Biden instructed the revocation of that policy literally on his first day as president. Is that anywhere close to enough stuff? No. Everyone involved in child separation needs to be brought up on literal war crime charges. But that is another story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it, although I will say, man, the skids are greased for some pretty inhumane immigration policies if that's what Biden wanted to enact. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm, like, Would yeah. you consider that every story has to start off with some variation on now, granted, it's not as bad as the literal war crime that's so innately disturbing it ultimately spurred the national push for abolition of slavery, but, but... Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Not, not a good sign.
1: Yeah. So, this is about the
2: problem of unaccompanied minors, right? Kids as young as three years old, often with older brothers or sisters, show up at the border by themselves, and it's a reasonable question to ask, what should we do with these children? But the answer is not baby jail, and that is the current policy.
0: According- I don't think they would use that wording for it. <laughs> <They but yes.
1: laughs> no, that's, I, bet,
2: that's, I bet you're right. That's a that's a Bosnics, uh, spectacular.
0: I so- don't doubt there's some
2: <laughs> fucked up stuff happening. Yeah. According to the New York Times, quote. Most of the children who are arriving from Central America by the hundreds each day are being placed under COVID-19 quarantine for 10 days and then shuttled to shelters around the country, end quote. And unless you think I'm just calling youth shelters baby jail, which would be irresponsible and actually kind of gross, among the shelters being used is a former tent city for oil field workers, which is going to hold up to 700 children ages 13 to 17. That sounds lovely. Okay, I mean, it's a
0: tent for adults originally. Yeah, it's, sp- it's bigger than Roomies. I was picturing when you said baby jail.
2: Spacious. And maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Eli, if you're so smart, what should we do with unaccompanied minders if not send them to baby jail? Well, first of all, weird question. Second of oh, all, I don't think
0: it's a weird question. No, it's not. A, <laughs> I feel... We need to answer that question. <laughs> right? I, right.
2: I feel like if you add the if not baby jail part, it's a weird question. The phrasing. Thank you. you. Exactly. Uh, New York Times again has the answer, quote, critics of the administration's policy say most of the children arrive with the address and phone number of a relative in the United States and should be allowed to promptly join their families. COVID-19 quarantines are not necessary for children who test negative for the virus at the border, end quote. And if your response to that is, doesn't that mean an essentially open borders policy for children? Then my answer to that is yes. Yes, it does.
0: By the way, I hear Joe Manchin's house might be available, right? <laughs> From me. I just said that, and I heard it well, from no, me, so it maybe too. it's available.
2: Well, it's, as, as did the It's going around. It's going around. People are saying.
0: And finally tonight, in starchy bunker news. Amazing.
2: Fantastic. Cons-
0: conservatives are panicking after the Hasbro toy company announced a rebranding of the Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head.
2: This is dumb. You're just calling it- <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're just calling it Potato Head from now on because there's no reason to make the toy have a binary concept of gender locked in with the title, obviously. And it turns out the Mr. and Mrs. versions aren't even going away. They're just calling the line of toys Potato Head from now on. And in response to the news, the conservative Twitterverse started collectively screaming, yes, the fuck, they do have very specifically a penis and a vagina, respectively, (laughs) on those toys for children that are in reality a potato <laughs> and plastic,
2: <laughs> and they only have unprotected missionary sex, and only when they want to have a baby. This is an attack on my marriage. <laughs>
1: this is an attack on my marriage. Yeah, yeah. Wait until we tell them that Solanum tuberosum is self-pollinating. That—that's right, conservatives. <laughs> every French fry was oral with a non-binary potato. Oh, oh just pistols
0: her. and stamens going at it. <laughs> you don't even know what directions they're doing <laughs> sodomy stuff it's like, like every Q-E-D
1: potato up is an orgy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so this story hit really close to home for me if i'm being honest i'm a cishet irish american person or as i so call it
2: a boy to toy toy oh my god
0: okay i should have seen that coming thank you. and now the world's most famous potato character is just a straight-up ethnic slur with no (laughs) binary sexual identifiers to soften the blow of potato head just right out there for me, right in my face. (laughs) So I think that's a very reasonable gripe. This is a joke. No, it's not. But not every cishet white guy out there in the world had an articulate, well-measured complaint like I just did. (laughs) That includes right-wing author Mark Dice, who called for Red State's To secede from the union over over the potato head thing. (laughs) And I think we can all agree that uh, please proceed, governors, right? (laughs) Do it. (laughs) I dare you. And, of course, we also heard from Ben Shapiro, who responded, bigotry annihilated. Mrs. Potato Head has also been killed off. She'll be replaced by an asexual can of Pringles. What? What? I,
2: I think he was doing humor there. I, it's
1: not yeah, clear. I mean,
2: to be fair, a can of Pringles would be the wettest thing Ben Shapiro's ever fucked. I get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. See, Ben, that's doing humor. He just did. That's what that sounds that's like. It it's like. hard to so tell you hear sometimes. Me. I'm when, laughing when you humor. write it and you're horrible and not funny.
1: <laughs> so, so that's how you knew you know you got it right, man. You don't.
0: Okay. Your wife told you that a wet vagina is a disease. So <laughs> huge congrats to Hasbro and Potato Head for the amazing work you're going to be the subject of a keynote speech the next CPAC mm-hmm. and I love that and if a few more brand names help out I think we can make it happen with the red states getting scared away you know like non-binary and watch and Skeletor versus they them person and g <laughs> Dr. Jill Biden the potato oh, like, there these are go. G- oh, literally the know. fears of the American conservative <laughs> right now they just had a national conference about this kind of thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Back in my day, at least they focused on reasonable issues, like the fact that Smurfs were satanic commies and who Tinky Winky was blowing after
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's been a tough stretch for conservatives right now. You know, they're, they're banned from the Internet. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Their favorite slur words aren't the names of sports teams as much anymore, mm-hmm. a little bit less. And... You know They can't even buy racist-affirming syrup anymore. It's a tough time. And now if they want to buy their kid a plastic potato to teach those kids about cisgender hetero-fucking, <laughs> <laughs> they, they have to do this whole big explanation about the wildly confusing lack of a gendered salutation in the title of the toy brand. Exactly. <laughs> so
1: what the hell's even going on anymore? <laughs>
0: I, 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 don't, I don't know what I would It's a good thing I don't have kids. It sounds exhausting. It <laughs> sounds crazy. But don't worry. There's help. If you or someone you know has been victimized by an asexual potato and its SJW agenda, just go to counterweightsupport.com. <laughs> yes. You can get the help you need. This is serious. This is a serious issue.
1: <laughs> Tell them we sent
0: ya. Promo code skeptocrat yeah.
1: <laughs> at counterweightsupport.com.
0: I knew that sponsor you get 0% off. off, nothing. And on that note, we're going to close it out. Thanks to No Illusions, thanks to counterweightsupport.com, thanks to Eli Bosnick, and thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that, please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like non-binary, omnisexual, satanic socialist in Republican clothing like that, Joe Gardner, Eric, Swack, Colin Letham, Jonathan Way, Brenda Hickson, Heather, and Ranak Sethi. And a big extra thanks to Sir Arcane, who got mentioned last week, but gets a double mention for the extremely generous pledge. Sir Arcane joins the Hall of Fame generosity ranks, including Hustler Susanna, Mitchell, Henry Louis King Jr., April, yes, the... April, April. Ooh, ooh. Deborah Smith, yes, the attractive the distractor. Hi yes, the Deborah Smith, the attractive distractor. Also, Chris Carr, Alexander Schmals. If Trump gets a grand jury probe, would Trump Jr. get a petite jury poke? Catherine Koldehoff. J.K. Owens in caps. Alex K, Fred Gruthus, what G? up, Fred? Krista Maney, and the legendary. Sin R. Johnson. All these people have beautiful dicks and vaginas that deserve at least 15 an hour, despite whatever it says in subparagraph 83, Clause J of the Senate <laughs> rules, whatever. <laughs> and whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, god of Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed, available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. One more time from the top. Sorry about that. It's Monday. <clears throat> I got it. You I should. got it.
2: Okay, got third it. time's the charm. You got to really yep. hit it this time. Gonna nail one. it. Don't he fuck it one. up. No one likes a four.
0: It's
1: Monday. I knew I knew I knew was gonna to to fuck his it head, up, Eli.
2: <laughs> okay, but you'll definitely get it on the four. The four. It would <laughs> be <laughs> embarrassing if you don't get it. <laughs>
1: It's Monday, everybody. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.